Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of my podcast and I'm so grateful to have you here. If you've never listened, I hope you stay and if you're returning, I'm so grateful that you came back. And today I just want to talk about um speaking through different languages as you was in the title. And yeah, let's just get straight into it. To be quite honest, there's an episode which I was planning to publish before this one, and it is titled Wrestling with Grief. I've somehow opted to release the particular episode at a later stage, probably after this one, because I realize that I have plenty of purging and healing to do pertaining the subject matter, especially because I do view this podcast as my digital journal, and I want to be nothing but authentic in telling my stories and sharing my experiences. So in that particular episode, I just have to consider the extent of vulnerability I want to embody, considering it is an experience that I've healed from. And it might, well, rather, it will be triggering for me. So I'm going to trade very carefully, but I still want to be very honest in my sharing. And yeah, just to get into the gist of this particular episode today, as much as I feel like this moment wasn't the time to tackle and debrief my prior losses, I do feel like it is the right time to dig into a concept that I found particularly interesting lately, which I will speak on, and that is speaking through different languages. Basically, the 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 whole thing behind this phrase, not really a phrase, it was I was listening to someone else, and 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 it just came up in their conversations, and they're sharing something about just how when you don't, when you're not honest with your pain and and how you 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 portray it to the world, not necessarily portray, just how you share it with the world authentically when you are not truthful with that experience. It speaks for itself through other means. You know what I mean? So in a way, it's like no matter how hard we try to suppress our trauma, whether it be in our relationships, our conversations, it will always find a way to pip through for itself on its own behalf, authentic in its own regard, it will always find a way to express or rather expose itself regardless of our suppression. The trauma will notice us shying away from it and instead it confronts us. It confronts the environment by saying, I see you beating around the bush and you're avoiding me. I'm loud. I'm loud enough to utter whatever it is I need to say on my own behalf. I don't need your permission. And it doesn't need a single word from you. It, it just speaks for itself. So yeah, that's that's what I want to talk about today. Okay, let me try and break down this concept for you in a manner in which I understood it, right? I believe that a big part of our existence goes back to how we genuinely show up daily. And as a result of how we show up, it affects how authentically we tell our stories, right? And our storytelling is not constrained to verbal utterances and terminology. And in addition, I'm recently understanding that it is directly proportional, of course, to how genuinely we show up in the world every day. So these two things are very much linked. How we show up and how we tell our stories honestly, honestly to ourselves, 
because in order to be honest with somebody else and honest with the world we need to first hold ourselves accountable and we need to say this is the real deal this is how i'm feeling this is what i'm thinking this is who i am and if you can own that you can embody that you know what i mean you feel me yeah i feel me anyway now here's the tricky part i believe that a great part of our lives play out in a sense that we have control over is how we engage in our daily lives it's in our routines our relationships i believe that this engagement is also greatly linked with how well we handle our triggers so how we show up in our relationships and our routines goes hand in hand with how we react when we are provoked whether subconsciously or consciously you know what i mean so i'm not suggesting that everyone is traumatized however i do strongly believe that a great part of our human journey involves processing and integrating pain in our own unique experiences so how we process this pain is sort of like the ultimate test of life is how i think of it because in essence this will determine the quality of the life you live your relationships your your routines everything i mentioned earlier on and this is not the life for show it's not the perfectly created and fragmented scenes of your life it's not the life where you have to appear strong whether for your kids your friends and your family but it's the life that you live you know when you wake up the first thought that you have that first second when you wake up and you're like whether you're like oh god i'm so grateful i'm alive or you wake up and you're like oh shit that very first first second when you wake up i believe that's your authentic experience of life and it's these things and and integrating and just managing our stress it, it, those are the things that that come down to the essence of the quality of the life we live and you know the life we must live when absolutely no one is watching basically and i'm learning lately that a great part of living especially as a self aware human being <laughs> is emotional regulation I don't like that to be honest. I really don't like that. But anyway, it's not about me, child. A great part of how we show up in the world comes down to how well we manage our emotions and how we monitor our thought processes. I'm learning. And I'm terrible at emotions. I don't want to lie to you. I'm really terrible at the former and anything that is related to me feeling my feelings. I do feel them because they don't give me a choice, but I I don't like it. That's the point. That's my thing. But anyway, I absolutely hate being vulnerable and I can't cheat the process. I'm realizing that I can't cheat the process. And these are the facts of life. I need to regulate my emotions and i need to be emotionally aware and i need to feel my feelings in order to do that you know it's a big part of life but it's it no one tells you these things i'm mad i'm mad because no one tells you these things i believe that how god the creator intended for things to be is for us to deal with our issues stresses and traumas head on you know sober present and with humility understanding that we are not perfect and so are other people around us also remembering that in every moment in time 
we don't have the answers, but we can always seek guidance through different channels, through him, through the people around us who've been on our path or a similar path and they are ahead, you know, through guardian angels, through our ancestors. I believe there's always somebody who knows more than you do. And if you ask the right questions and you seek the proper wisdom, it is always revealed to you. But anyway, this approach is ideal, right? In an ideal world, as it would allow everyone to express and live out their experiences, completely soaked up in our liberating truths. This is perfect, you know? But also, <laughs> this approach requires us to put our egos aside and move entirely in spirit. When you say, I'm handling my issues head on, I'm going to be sober, I'm going to be present, and I'm going to be humble. You, you can't act in ego, you know what I mean? Which is the tricky part because, wow, <laughs> oh, I, I speak for myself. I, I have a struggle. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with my ego. I'm like, am I supposed to suppress it? Do you control it? Do you? I, but I know it's a problem. So I, I guess like the first step is admitting that you have problems. Anyway, uh, I also speak for myself currently when I say, I know there is power in feeling my feelings, but there is nothing that makes me feel weaker than being vulnerable. I know there's power in vulnerability, but in the moment when, I, when I'm doing it, or sometimes I'll say something, I'll just be chilling with friends, and then afterwards I'll be like, oh shit, I overshared. I feel like I overshared, but I was just like, I was being me, and I was telling my truth, and I was telling my story. But I'm like, yeah, maybe I told too much, and then I feel weak. But actually, there is strength in just, and just being you and telling your story. But my point is, it makes you it can make you feel weak if you're like me. And the problem with that is that you avoid it, and avoidance breeds different interpretations of your internal world. So when you avoid, you're living you're living it up to chance to interpret what it is you're going through instead of taking ownership of your story. Know what I mean? So in a way, how I see it is it's like an internal struggle or a tug of war where it's a misinterpretation of yourself. It's a mis... Oh, English child. It's a misinterpretation of yourself by yourself. You know what I mean? So we risk owning the narrative of our stories because we fear that it comes with taking the will, you know, you miss taking the, nar <laughs> I don't know if you feel me, you miss taking ownership of the narrative because of the fear that comes with taking ownership, you know, so in instances where we could simply use verbal language to interpret what it is that we're going through internally, whether through feeling or thinking, we bypass the use of literal language and we sort of force ourselves to enter the state where we speak through other means. And those means we have no control over because they are a manifestation of the suppression. Oh, shit. Uh, I should have been a rapper. But okay. <laughs> okay, real talk. And here's the thing I'm learning about pain, right? It doesn't require explicit or clear and coherent language. 
just paying on its own before you step in when it's when it's just by itself making its own choices if it has the mind to do that it doesn't require language it will create its own if you don't take ownership of your narrative it creates its own language and you know i've been reading the book the body keeps the score oh i praise that book all the time but anyway one of the personal quotables for me was if you've been hurt you need to acknowledge and name what happened to you. There's power in just naming the things that happened to you through actual language because it's like you're taking power away from from the manifestation of the language that you have no control over and you, you take ownership of your story by putting control on the actual words, on the actual language. Because if you do not name and own your pain it names itself and it can sometimes manifest very horribly wrong you know what i mean so yeah that's my story that's my story and i'm sticking to it but but i mean we live and we learn and we move as long as we move forward though <laughs> well as i said the essence of this episode is basically pain unnamed and how it affects us how it plays out and i'm learning that pain that remains unnamed will definitely speak through you at some point or the other and or perpetually even meaning like ongoing not at some point or the other at every point and we we don't pick it up because it sort of like becomes engraved in who we are sometimes we think it's our personality because it's an every day every point every second thing but it's like mm, is it is it really who i am you know what i mean and that's the thing about trauma it changes you and sometimes it changes you it changes you that's what i'm trying to 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 learn and discern currently like which parts of my character traits are a result of trauma that is supposed to remain with me and which parts should i let go of wow that should be that should be a topic for another day i just i literally just thought of that now but anyway um it'll speak through you <laughs> some points or the other i digress and on your behalf regardless of your approval in different languages that you may not even understand yourself at first which is why like sometimes you'll just think it's ah, it's who i am and it's just your pain speaking it's not even who you are you know what i mean so the languages of trauma that i've either witnessed or experienced they include guys i'm not a professional i'm just i'm just sharing what i've observed and what i've experienced not 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 like textbook no textbook material stuff please refer to professionals for these type of things i'm just i'm just rambling anyway <laughs> um they include ocd the need to control situations outcomes people in some instances some are a bit more obvious, like anxiety, depression. Some are more complex, like rage, addiction, obsession, avoidance, manipulation, isolation, ego, 
overcompensation, delusion, sleep, <laughs> exercise, food, overachieving, yep, overextending, people pleasing, groove. Mm. Groove is not bad, guys, but like there's a certain type of habit where people get into groove to avoid being by themselves and avoid getting to their thoughts. Then there we have a problem, I think. Shopping, just to name a few, you know what I mean? I also don't necessarily think that all these alternative routes are bad for you, as some could be great work or they could, you know, they could result in something amazing, like when people obtain career goals as a result of overachieving or when you make incredible visual art as a result of escaping or whatever the case may be or sometimes you just do it through as as a means of healing my point is it's not entirely it doesn't manifest in something that is entirely bad for you however for me i feel it does ultimately go back to how it affects the true nature of your soul i don't think that anything that causes us to drift from who god has called us to be can be good for us and by that i mean if who we are is solely based on taking accountability for the narrative of our life story in its entirety then whatever route we take to avoid being in that state of accountability then that route surely cannot sustain us you know what i mean it can sustain us for a while avoiding taking narrative of your story whatever route you take to avoid that it can sustain you for a while but it is bound to be ineffective at some point in the short run because essentially you're supposed to own who you are every single day of your life on this earth well that's guys i'm just telling you my beliefs and my experiences before you say she said this is my experience and I could go on about how we speak every second of our lives without necessarily saying anything but I'm sure you get the picture and I just want this to be a thought provoking platform I'm not saying I know I don't know shit <laughs> I'm not even going to say I don't know everything I don't know the more I learn is the more I realize that I don't know anything so but I just love talking about these things because if I can provoke someone else to think differently or to approach life differently then then it it makes it worth it it makes your english english is frustrating it makes it worth it for me it makes the experience worth it for me that sounds better than what i was saying that just sounded broken but i, I don't know what i was saying wrong but anyway i'm learning also that whatever we don't acknowledge name or purge we express regardless whether we were fed or not and personally it's a challenge for me as well it's a challenge every day and this is what this is about for me it's just i just want to speak about my challenges i just it's a journal entry i just i just want to talk to somebody somebody out there who hears me they can be 5 million kilometers away if there's somebody who hears me that's who feels me and who holds a place for me to say i get her and i get that and just for them to also say oh i'm not crazy because there's someone out there who you know also thinks about these things but 
basically what i'm saying is it is a challenge for me as well and i think we should all just consider how we show up in the world because indeed what good is it to gain everything if you lose your soul hmm hmm thank you if you listened until this point then you really do fucks with me no i was trying to steal some j cole vibe what was that album 2014 forest hills drive I, i digress guys bye bye thank you for listening please leave a comment down below to let me know what you thought of this or if you want to share something or if you have suggestions i am open to them but yeah have a great day have a great night have a great afternoon great evening wherever you are until next time i'll try be more consistent this year i think all right <laughs>